0: welcome to the destiny awakening interviews a podcast with andrew wayfinder and his guests bringing you powerful insights inspiration and ways to break free live life your way and make a difference in our changing and
1: challenging world so hello everyone and a very warm welcome to another edition of the destiny awakening interviews i'm andrew wayfinder runyevich and i'm joined today by anthony Metten, performance coach leadership consultant author TEDx, and keynote speaker. And a very warm welcome to you, Anthony. And where are you hanging out today?
0: Thank you so much, Andrew. I am actually in San Jose, California. So Silicon Valley, as they call it, or is known around the world, I guess.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about, I used to live out there, but it's been quite a while. Um, So well, on to the subject of your work and your experience. So Anthony Metten is the founder of anthonymetten.com. Uh, an ICF professionally certified coach, keynote and TEDx speaker and trainer. And after a 20-year career in banking, where he rose to executive VP positions in companies like Citibank and First Republic Bank, Anthony reinvented himself by going back to school to get a master's degree in counseling psychology and career development. And then in 2007, he founded his consulting and training company, helping his clients with things like business turnaround and growth strategic planning, leadership and performance development. And his clients have included Adobe, Facebook, Gap, Apple, JP Morgan, PayPal, Cisco, the City of San Jose, Johns Hopkins and Georgetown University and many more. So thank you Anthony for your time today. And your Thanks topic for having me on, Andrew. <laughs> And your topic is individuation. What if who you are isn't really who you are? And this was actually the topic of his TEDx talk. So Anthony is going to unpack that idea in six questions. So I will certainly try. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you know, this is is the espresso shot format. (laughs) So the first question is, who is your ideal client? And what's the transformation your work helps them achieve?
0: Um, I would say my ideal client is somebody who... um, is open to possibilities. Uh, what usually happens is I, I get a business client who, you know, has a hurdle at work they're trying to get past, um, have something they want to accomplish in their career or the personal life, and we connect. That's the topic offered, and uh, after a session or two of building some trust and vulnerability, uh, the client blossoms, and some of their inner thoughts and concerns around possibly what they originally connected with me for uh comes to light and then we start unpacking that and uh it's a it's a beautiful moment because it's almost like it's the first time as an adult they've been somewhere where they can be themselves talk about what's on their mind without worrying about being judged um, or the topic is valid. And we just start sifting through this. and there's a, a trust and a um, and an awareness that comes to light. And again, you know, I don't have the answers. They're looking for the answers and together we're kind of digging through the suitcase going, hey, look at this. And hey, what about this? And it just yeah, it's funny because the way you, when you ask me the question, it's just a beautiful moment um, as I work with this client and the unpack to really kind of understand their life in a deeper way.
1: So number two question: um, What's the biggest challenge they're facing? Is is there a characteristic, you know, pain point or or thing that triggers Lem coming to see you?
0: Yeah, I would say unbeknownst to them, they, they come to realize um, they have spent their entire life being who somebody else wanted them to be, whether it be their parents, their siblings, their uh, spouse, um, their employer, their kids, you know, you know, as I like to say, um, in life, we tend to become who we believe others believe we're supposed to be. It's not that they believe it, it's not that we believe it, but we believe that they believe that this is the way we're supposed to be. And so that's the way we behave. And um, so the, the, the awakening is they start to realize that, you know what, I actually have a choice. This person i have become isn't somebody I've chosen to become. It's, it's me behaving the way I felt I was expected to behave. And all of a sudden I realize I have a choice. And then they start to decide.
1: Yeah. Well, and actually, that reminds me that you know the the number one regret people have in hospice, you know, when they are reflecting on their life, which has suddenly been cut short, is that I never really did what I wanted to do with my life.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I actually, I actually grabbed the URL, uh, your next life coach. You know, in, in conversation people like, say, "Well, in my next life, I want to do this," right? We all have great plans for our next life, but, you know, we're here now. Why don't we live that now?
1: Yeah, well, that's perfect. So that, that comes into question number three. So what's the number one insight you would share with people to help them right now?
0: Um, you know, I, I, I probably would grab um, the three ending questions that I that I have in my TED talk, and that is, you know, to ask yourself, is who you are who you really are? You know, is it your life that you're living, or is it the job that you're, you know, are you doing the job that you want to be doing? Are you um, living where you want to be living? Are you involved in the hobbies you want to be involved in? You know, is who you are who you who who you really believe you are? Next question is, are the expectations you're fulfilling in life yours or someone else's? I mean, whose vision is it? And thirdly. Are you doing what makes you happy every day and are able to do even the difficult things without much effort? Or do you struggle to fulfill the basic requirements of the expectations put on you? If you answer those three questions and and give them some time and space to really consider the answers, I think you may be amazed at what you uncover. Again, it's simple stuff, but that's that's the beauty of it.
1: Okay, great. So question number four, uh, what, what concept, book, program, talk, or experience has had the greatest impact on your development? What, what jumps out at you?
0: Um, by far, it was hiring my first executive coach um, because I wanted, to, I wanted a promotion that I was working on but couldn't get. And so I strategized that if I hired an executive coach, Um, because I was at a level where my company wouldn't do that for somebody for me. So I hired my own executive coach before it was a thing. And what we quickly discovered was that the reason I wasn't getting my promotion had nothing to do with my job performance. It it was because I was still that little boy behaving the way my family expected me to to behave and and working hard to please everyone around me. And I'm sure you can see in the corporate world that doesn't fly. And so having that, uh, that peeling of the onion, the layers and understanding why my I why I behaved and acted the way I did on a daily basis. Um, that was that was the turning point in my life.
1: Mm. That actually reminds me uh, a tremendous number of my clients are executive women, which mm. was initially very strange to me because I'm neither. Um, but what I realized over time is that a lot of them had a trauma history, which mm-hmm. was which was rearing its head at work and in life. And that's why they were coming to see me. It was very unconscious because I have a trauma history that I've done a lot of work on. So that. Um, yeah, yeah. So that that that, that definitely we, we carry these things with us. And if, if they're not resolved, you know, they continue to be a problem. And
0: and that's a perfect that's a perfect uh, um, uh, example of, you know, you come to a coach to accomplish something and really the work, um, the work that needs to be done is at a different level. But you accomplish that thing you set out to accomplish by working on that other stuff. But it doesn't just fix that problem. It allows you to understand so many different aspects of things you haven't even come across yet.
1: So question number five, is there a free resource you'd like to share with the audience to help them out today?
0: Well, surely they can go to my website, anthonymetten.com, and that's M-E-T-T-E-N. They can find me on LinkedIn. And uh, on both those sites, you know, I have my uh, email address and, and phone number. And uh, you know, what I offer um, anybody who's interested is a 30-minute you know, phone call, Zoom call to just talk and see what comes out of it uh and again there's there's no expectations of follow-up is again it's just that opportunity to be in a safe place where you can just be yourself for a moment and and take a breath
1: okay great so those that'll be in the show notes and then the last question anthony what should i have asked you that i didn't
0: um Well, I, I would say, um, you know, the word individuation is something uh, hardly any of us have ever heard of. If you saw the word, you couldn't pronounce it, um, and yet it's something that occurs in all of our lives, potentially multiple times. And for simplicity's sake, I I, I like to um, compare it to adult puberty. In other words, as kids, no matter your family environment and your upbringing you know that around the age of 13, something's going to happen. Your body's going to change, your outlook on life. You know, you hear these stories about things that are going to happen. But as adults, we never know that there's such a thing about individuation that we're going to go through. And when we're going through it, if we've never heard of it, we feel like our life is falling apart and that somehow we're to blame. And the reality is that this is just a natural process of kind of uh, almost like a reptile shedding its skin so it can grow and evolve individuation is how we as adults grow and evolve and knowing that it 's a natural process of life I think allows you to go from kind of that white knuckle passenger mentality to a little more in control and understanding mm-hmm. that you know this is going to work out for the better
1: okay. and so so is individuation from your standpoint maybe the the positive side or what's actually behind what we describe as a midlife crisis that that gets sort of derailed into sports cars and and that sort of activity
0: if you if you dig into the um the whole idea of individuation um the, the idea that you know midlife crisis is a form of individuation and those two are somehow connected and as a society you know we've kind of built those two together yes absolutely because for many of us, uh, we don't go through our first init- our first phase of the, uh, individuation until our 40s and 50s, which, again, coincides perfectly with the midlife crisis.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Well, that's uh, been a great conversation, Anthony. Thanks so much for your time.
0: Thank you for having me, Andrew. Thanks for listening to the Destiny Awakening interviews. If you have a friend who would benefit, please share. And subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a review. We really appreciate it. And remember, always use your power for good.